0: Ross Tucker football podcast presented by DraftKings. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday in which I will talk about every single team in the NFL. I might sing a little bit. Yes, even your team. The Ross Tucker Podcast Network promise, we try to make every show 30 minutes or less. Perfect for your treadmill time. Perfect for your commute time. Perfect for you to know exactly what's going on in the NFL From a former player's perspective, maybe chuckle a little bit. That's what we do. We also give away winners because we love those of you that do anything to help grow the show. Whether that's spreading the word via social media. We are especially looking for quote tweeters on Twitter. Quote tweeters on Twitter. And sharers on Facebook. I think those are the two biggest bangs for our buck. So we love when you guys do that. We also love the sponsor confirmation email winners. I've got five more Maddens burning a hole in my desk here at my house. Who wants them? I'm telling you right now, you know what? The first person that sends me a Keeps subscription this week, that might be the winner. Now, I might not get one. So if you send me other sponsors, you might be the winner. But the first person that signs up for Keeps, I think the first month's free. So why not just go to keeps.com slash Ross or keeps.com slash feast or even money or any other one, send it to me. And I will be looking for that to give away a Madden this week. YouTube shout out. I love because it's just a comment. It's just a very easy comment at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I see them all come through and we're trying to grow our subscribers there. So I love those of you that do that. And a shout-out today to Corey Hudger. It's amazing how many patrons we're getting, but that's what happens when me and Steve Fezzik are up a combined 15 units for week three in the NFL, and I think we're up, I don't know, like up 21 units for the season already. So no wonder everybody wants to go to patreon.com slash rtmedia, sign up as a tuckhead, so you get to see grades post all of our bets ahead of time so you guys can just make money. It's the best $10 a month you've ever spent in your life. It's Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: Hey, Ross. Good morning. Uh, Dak returned to AT&T Stadium last night in Monday Night Football. Three touchdowns and a 41-21 Dallas Cowboys win over the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Right. So, uh, you know, I guess the first thing I would say is because we didn't really get a chance to talk about it last week. um, Is that, well, we did talk about a little bit, but Jordan Mailata hurt his knee in practice on Thursday. We found out about that Friday afternoon after a picks Friday and clearly well after I'd actually made my bets on the Even Money podcast. So Andre Dillard got the start. And if you're looking for a positive for the Eagles, I, I guess one of the positives would be that I thought Andre Dillard actually did some positive things, did some good things. I thought uh, I thought a few things, Bri. I thought number one, I thought the Eagles were were outcoached on both sides of the ball. I don't understand why they did not run the ball more especially early in the game when the game was still competitive. You know, I understand the thought process between throwing early to get the lead and then running late to, you know, preserve the lead. But the Cowboys' defensive front is undersized and fast. I would have thought the Eagles would have tried to take advantage of that, try to slow them down a little bit, lean on the Eagles' big offensive line. And also – you know, really try to give the defense a little bit of a rest. That's not what happened. The Eagles came out throwing and their quarterback did not play well at all. So that really compounds things when the ideas come out throwing and the quarterback doesn't play very well. They didn't really get Jalen Hurts very many easy completions early in the game either. And then on defense, you know, their philosophy is they want to have two deep safeties as much as possible. They don't like putting their corners man-to-man on the outside. I get it. But then when you have the two deep safeties, you're very susceptible to the run game, and the Eagles got run over. They do not do a good job getting off of blocks uh, against the run, and they're kind of a gap short. They're kind of a man short with what they're doing. And then uh, they still got beat on zone beaters in the passing game. You know, the Cowboys are still able to get CeeDee Lamb or the tight end Schultz for a touchdown on zone beaters. So it was sort of all bad, no good combination of errors there for the Eagles. Then they have a million penalties again, which is a bad look, costly penalties. I thought Hargrave uh, was by far the Eagles' best player, including getting him that touchdown. For Fletcher Cox, who caught the ball in the air after Hargrave knocked it out of Dak Prescott's hands. But Hurts really struggled all night, including two bad interceptions. One of which was a pick six that I know Devontae Smith fell down, but I think it would have been a pick six anyway. For the Cowboys, man, I I thought Dak was awesome all night. And that's one of the things, right? It's sort of like the stark contrast between the way Hurts played and the way Dak played. Dak has played stellar all season so far. He's played very, very well all three games. Dak was awesome. The O-line was good for the Cowboys, with the exception of Biotish and Connor Williams, who had their hands full, absolute hands full, with Javon Hargrave and, to a lesser extent, Fletcher Cox. You know, uh, Trayvon Diggs for the Cowboys, very impressive. He made a bunch of plays, including that pick six. Micah Parsons wasn't quite as dominant as he was the week before, but he still had a tackle for loss, a bunch of other tackles, some pressures, batted down a pass. I mean, he still impacted the game in a lot of ways. You know, honestly, if if you're a Cowboys fan, the best thing you got going is probably – I think your coordinator is doing a really good job. Mike McCarthy's end of the first half clock management. Brian, I am flummoxed. I am stunned. The Eagles had third and 24, and he didn't call a timeout. With like a minute and 50 seconds left in the first half. I have no idea whatsoever what he was doing. Such a bad look. If I was the owner of that team, I would need a real good explanation for that. And I guess the last thing I would say is Isaac Sayamalo. You know, the Eagles were already without their starting right guard, and Brooks. They're starting left tackle Jordan Mailata. And then Isaac Sayamalo suffered what looks like a bad injury. So uh that makes things obviously even worse for the Cowboys. I mean sorry for the Eagles that they had a bad injury like that. You know, it's one of those games, Bri, that you say, I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm not going to take losing my hair this early in my life. I'm going to take keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. Listen, guys, I have talked with doctors about this. You don't actually see hair loss until you've lost 50% of your hair follicles in that area. Please, if you care at all, and I know a lot of you do, Take the two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. I've been taking both of them since well before I even heard of Keeps. Before Keeps even a company, I've been taking both of them. It's the pill, and then it's the thing you rub on on the top of your head in the morning and at night. And then I found out about Keeps. Don't have to go to the doctor. Don't need a prescription. Don't need to go to the store. They sent it right to my house. It is awesome. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss – and get a free copy of Madden. Go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Ross to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's Keeps dot com slash Ross to get your first month free. Keeps dot com slash Ross. You will be so glad that you did it. It's time for the all-important power ranking. The worst team in the history of the
1: NFL is... This week, number 32, the New York Jets.
0: First time for the Jets here, uh, they're not showing any signs of life on the offensive side of the ball. And the defense is decent, but not great. So I think right now, if they all played, I think the Jaguars would beat them in a series. I think the Giants would beat them in a series. I think the the Jets are the worst team in the NFL right now.
1: Number 31, the Jaguars.
0: The Jags have done a few positive things. You know, I mean, they had that drive where they ran over the Cardinals. Trevor Lawrence makes a couple throws each game where you're like, okay. But they still lost by 12 at home. You know, it's hard to act like they're good.
1: Number 30, the Giants.
0: By the way, as far as the Jags are concerned, Bri, we do have a trade. The Jags traded last year's first-round pick, C.J. Henderson, a top-ten pick, and a fifth-round pick to the Panthers for tight end Dan Arnold. They're trying to get Trevor Lawrence some favorable matchups, some easy completions in the middle of the field, and a third-round pick. So this is what you call selling low if you are – the Jacksonville Jaguars, but CJ Henderson, I, I've heard a few things about him. He's he's got some real challenges, I think, off the field. And I think that's why the Jaguars decided to cut their losses and just get anything in return for him. And now Matt Rule and the Panthers will try to figure out whether or not they can actually, you know, get it out of him. Whether they can actually you know, find a way to get the talent that CJ Henderson clearly has. All right. Once again, said, 30, the, Giants. the Giants. Yeah. So the Giants, uh, Blake Martinez, torn ACL, brutal for them. One of their leaders on defense, one of their best players on defense. Their defense has actually been pretty decent. So that's a big negative for them, clearly. And... Uh, uh, they're in a bad spot. They spent a lot of resources with Tony and Galladay to get the offense going. Unfortunately, they haven't done enough to improve the offensive line, which is still their greatest liability. Number 29, the Colts. Did not expect to see the Colts here, but they're losing games. They're not showing a lot of signs of life. Wentz is still banged up, and it's getting late. Early, as the expression says, really for the Giants, too, but also for the Colts. I guess the good news is their division isn't that overwhelming. So they might be able to get this thing turned around. But the Nelson high ankle sprain injury is not good. Not a lot of positivity for the Colts right now.
1: Number 28, the Texans.
0: So the Texans looks like it'll be Davis Mills time again. It's going to probably be tough for them to be really good or really competitive while Davis Mills is the starter. Although I didn't think he was that bad last Thursday night, and that was on a short week. So I guess I'm curious to see how he performs this week.
1: 27, the Lions.
0: You know, in all three games, the Niners game, the Packers game, clearly the Ravens game on Sunday, the Lions have – You know, been right there. They had to lead at halftime against the Packers. And then in the Niners and Ravens game, they were within one score or had to lead late. So the Lions, as far as 0-3 teams go, bad teams go, they're actually not that bad, if that makes sense.
1: Number 26, the Chicago Bears.
0: Well, I mean, I suppose the Bears have a win. And I suppose the Bears have some good players on defense. Need to check on that Khalil Mack injury. But Mack and Roquan Smith and obviously Akeem Hicks. But Matt Nagy said they're considering all three quarterbacks, which is uh, not a good look. Uh, but then again, Justin Fields and the offense was were not a good look on Sunday.
1: 25, the Washington football
0: team. Probably one of the biggest surprises of the season so far to me, so far this year, Bri, has been the Washington defense. I don't get it. I thought they would be the best team in the division. I thought they were the favorites with fits at quarterback and that defense. Defense has taken a huge step back at this point. Huge.
1: 24, the Falcons.
0: Falcons got a win. Falcons have gotten better each week. You know, certain teams like the Eagles, for example, have gotten worse each week now. You know, the Falcons have gotten better each week. So kudos to the Falcons because Arthur Smith, you know, I don't think they're a very talented team, but they got better from week one and week two and they were competitive against the Bucks. Now they beat the Giants. There's some signs of life there.
1: Twenty three, the Bengals.
0: Can't say I thought the Bengals would be two and one at this point. The Bengals would be, you know, twenty third in my power rankings, but you know what? They've got some young studs. Jamar Chase, Logan Wilson. You know, I don't the offensive line was actually better against the Steelers too. Burrow had time to throw the ball. Give the Bengals some credit, man. They deserve it.
1: Uh, Speaking of the Steelers, they are number 22.
0: Right, and I think it's dubious right now whether or not they would actually beat the Bengals in a series of seven games in my backyard right now. Maybe just because in my backyard there'd probably be a lot of Steelers fans because there's a lot of Steelers fans around here. Maybe that helps them, but the Steelers need to get healthy. And you look at the Steelers' upcoming schedule – it has a chance to be an all time bad Steelers season. It really does. I mean, it has a chance to be really ugly. Steelers never have losing seasons. At this point, that's looking imminently possible.
1: Number 21, the New England Patriots.
0: Wow. You know, I do these rankings, Bry, but then I, you know, I do them last night. And then I wake up this morning and it's like just seeing the Patriots at 21 is strange. But they were thoroughly dominated on both sides of the ball by the Saints. All they've really done is beat a Jets team that's last in my rankings. And I, I, I just don't think the Patriots are very good. I thought that was the worst game Mac Jones played. I think the, the Patriots are in trouble against Brady and the boys on Sunday night.
1: Number 20, the Miami Dolphins.
0: Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number twenty. So the good news is that Jacoby Brissett was able to really make some plays and keep the Dolphins in the in that game. You know, Jacoby Brissett, I think, is showed himself to be a very competent backup quarterback and fill in starter. The bad news is it doesn't feel like the Dolphins defense is playing as well as they did last year. You know, they're they're giving up a lot more yards and points to the Bills, to the Raiders, than they did last year. They were opportunistic last year. Feels like this year, not so much. Number 19, the Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Fly, Eagles, fly. So I already talked about them. They're going the wrong way, and boy, do they have a tough schedule coming up. They got to play two undefeated teams, and they got to play the Bucks and the Chiefs, the two teams that were in the Super Bowl. So the Eagles are now staring down the barrel of a one and six start. Obviously, last night was not good, and it really reinforces Bry. They needed to beat the. Niners. They outplayed the 49ers. In the NFL, when you outplay them, you got to win it because you're going to have games like last night where you absolutely get outplayed. Number 18, the Seattle Seahawks. So a lot of concerns there for the Seahawks. Their second-half offense is not good. Their defense has taken a big step back after Week 1. They've gotten torched the last couple weeks. You know, this is... Kind of why Russell Wilson won it out, and if it keeps going south, I think Russell Wilson will probably get his wish in the offseason and get out of there. 17, the Titans. Back-to-back wins for the Titans, and they are a team that goes into the improving category, right? So they were bad week one. Then week two, they weren't good in the first half but got better in the second half. Then week three, they were pretty good all game. So the Titans, are, the Titans are on the flip side of some of these other teams. The Titans are on the getting better and looking like clearly the class of the AFC South, which probably isn't saying a whole lot, but they are.
1: Number 16, the Vikings.
0: The Minnesota Vikings. Said it before. I'll say it again. Kirk Cousins is playing extremely well. Deserves a lot of credit for how he's playing right now. And I think the Vikings are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think they were very unfortunate to lose those first two games. And they might come back to haunt them. But I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to be in this thing until the end.
1: Number 15, the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Very impressive last night. Really both sides of the ball. Kellen Moore was dealing as a coordinator. Dak has played so well. Dan Quinn, that defense looks fast and aggressive. Cowboys are going to be a factor, too. We're getting into the factor zone of the teams that look like they really got a shot to really be good.
1: 14, the New Orleans Saints.
0: Saints have been hot and cold, but boy, was I impressed with their defensive performance in Foxborough. I mean, that was a dominant, dominant defensive performance by the Saints in New England. And I don't know that Jameis played great, but I thought, you know, you go up to New England and you beat them like that, that really speaks well of the Saints.
1: 13, the Chargers.
0: Go, Chargers, Go. San Diego, Superchargers, San Diego, Chargers. Huge win for them, clearly. Uh, They still kind of find a way to make games more difficult than they need to, I feel like. They always play a one-score close game. They don't always get the better of it. They've gotten the better of two of them. They lost one. That's just kind of the Chargers again this year, I guess, under Staley, they're more likely to win those than they were under Lynn. Number 12, the Ravens. Ravens, I thought, took a pretty big step back against the Lions. You know, they were missing a bunch of guys on defense on the COVID list. And they had Hollywood Brown drop several throws, including a couple touchdowns. So maybe the game wouldn't have really been that close.
1: Number 11, the 49ers.
0: So Niners, uh, Josh Norman, by the way, has two bruised lungs and tissue damage. But they're saying he's still likely to play this week. I I don't know about that, man. I don't know how that's the case. Two bruised lungs. Maybe I just don't know enough about bruised lungs. But that seems like one where I might want to sit out a week if I had the two bruised lungs. That would be one, Bri where I might uh, pump the proverbial brakes a little bit and not go out there. Pump the Duralast Elite brake pads, if you will, available exclusively at AutoZone. We all know Duralast parts are proven tough. Well, these Duralast Elite brake pads, they last three times longer than a typical Duralast pad. That is good news, especially if you find yourself in a lot of stop-and-go traffic Or if you typically drive with heavier loads in your car, it means you'll have safer, smoother, quieter stops. They're even made with copper-free ceramic, so they're eco-friendly. So you'll get high-end brake performance with low-end environmental impact. It's pretty cool. And since AutoZone has over 6,000 locations nationwide, more ways to shop online in-store, you'll have no problem picking up a set when you need it most. The future of stopping starts with Duralast Elite brake pads. Only at AutoZone. Number ten, the Green Bay Packers. So the NFL says that they followed all the protocols on the Devontae Adams concussion check. I guess I would say uh, one of the real good things for them is that it felt like their um, it felt like their defense played better second half against the Lions, for the most part against the Niners, even though they gave up 28 points. I thought there were some positives there.
1: Number nine, the Arizona
0: Cardinals. 3-0. You know, they were fortunate to beat the Vikings on that missed chip shot field goal. And they still had some issues against the Jags. But a double-digit win on the road in the NFL is a double-digit win on the road in the NFL. So, kudos cr- to the uh, Cardinals.
1: Number eight, the Carolina Panthers.
0: So the Panthers made that big trade we talked about. And they've had a pretty light schedule. Although, you know what? They beat the Saints. They beat the Saints bad. So give Carolina some credit. I am really curious to see how they keep going. Losing J.C. Horn, who they put on IR, that's a tough one. He's a good player. Seven, the Raiders. The Raiders are undefeated. Two overtime games where they overcame double-digit deficits. Man, that's not sustainable, Bri, but it sure is impressive. Number six, Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of things to talk about with the Chiefs. They signed Josh Gordon, who is evidently off the suspended list, I think. So it sounds like they'll get Josh Gordon soon. They were really looking for a third option. You know, they have Tyree Kill, They have Travis Kelsey. I guess they just didn't feel like Pringle or Hardman were good enough as that third wheel, so to speak, that they had with Sammy Watkins. And then the good news is Andy Reid was released from the hospital. Sounds like he'll be coaching this week. Not sure what happened there. They're not releasing details, but it sounds like he's okay, which is a great sign. He's an awesome dude.
1: Number five, the Cleveland Browns.
0: Browns' uh, defense got after it against the Bears. Browns' O-line and running game, good. They got Odell back. Browns are one of the better teams in football.
1: Number four, the Broncos.
0: Broncos suffered a blow. You know, the Broncos are another one of those teams that have had a decent amount of um, injury issues in recent years. K.J. Hamler. Young, explosive, really gifted receiver out of Penn State, torn ACL, done for the year. Now they do have some depth at wide receiver with Patrick and Sutton, but Hamler was a was a was a game-changing type of player. He just added a different element for them.
1: Number three, the Buffalo Bills.
0: The Buffalo Bills. Hey, 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 hey. Bills make you want to shout. Raise your hands up and shout. Twist your hips and shout. Na uh, na 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 and shout. Na 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 and shout. Hey 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 hey. I hey. should probably learn more of the words. Josh Allen is a stud. The Bills looked awesome against Washington. The Bills looked awesome two weeks in a row. The Bills are who we thought they were. Let's see if they can keep it going. I hope they can.
1: Number two, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Not dropping them that far. Nope, not gonna do it. They lost one game on the road to my number one ranked team. I still am taking the bill of uh, the Bucks in a series in my backyard over a lot of teams in the NFL.
1: Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly
0: annoyed, is It's the
1: Los Angeles Rams.
0: You know, nobody really cared when it was like the Chiefs or the Bucks number one. I wonder, though, if there's some people that will say, ah, oh, the Rams don't deserve to be number one. The Rams aren't number one. We shall see. But right now, they beat my number one team. Did it fairly convincingly. Quarterbacks playing well. They got a lot of weapons on offense. O-line's playing well. Defense doing pretty good. They're my number one team. Shout-outs. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, humanheadnyc.com nyc.com steakhouse sports.com we are dominating these days on the even money podcast highly encourage you check it out we'll also record the college draft podcast which is three podcasts in one today with emery hunt check both those out make sure you subscribe and either watch or listen i think we're done here